Academy Sports and Outdoors wants everyone to stay safe while doing more of what they love. So whether you're planning a fishing trip, heading to the driving range, prepping for your upcoming hunt, or firing up the grill before the big game, we have all the gear you need to enjoy more sports and outdoors. All at the prices that you're going to love. And with the curbside pickup available, it's never been easier to shop all our brands in-store and online at academy.com. Because whatever you love doing, Academy Sports and Outdoors is there to help you have more fun out there. Academy Sports and Outdoors wants everyone to stay safe while doing more of what they love. So whether you're planning a fishing trip, heading to the driving range, prepping for your upcoming hunt, or firing up the grill before the big game, we have all the gear you need to enjoy more sports and outdoors, all at the prices that you're going to love. And with the curbside pickup available, it's never been easier to shop all our brands in-store and online at academy.com. Because whatever you love doing, Academy Sports and Outdoors is there to help you have more fun out there. We all know the story of the 1980 national champs, but the fan is bringing you the stories you've never heard. From Coach Dooley, Herschel, Buck Ballou, and tons of others from the UGA 1980 national championship team. Buck Ballou going to pitch it to Herschel. No block. He's going to try to turn around and go the other way. Buck Ballou blocks. 15. Academy Sports and Outdoors presents UGA 40, sponsored by Superior Plumbing and Southern Link Wireless. My God, a question. With Buck Baloo. Welcome back to UGA 40, hashtag champions. I'm Buck Ballou, former quarterback at the University of Georgia, and very proud to have been a part of that 1980 national championship team. And we've been through a lot so far in that 80 season, the fight back on the road to get that epic win over Tennessee and Knoxville. Scott Warner's heroics to save the day against Clemson. Man, that was big. That was Hall of Fame stuff. We also took down TCU, Ole Miss, Vandy, and Kentucky. Dominating defense and a lot of big plays there. And the showdown with South Carolina featuring the two best running backs in college football at the time, Herschel Walker and George Rogers. Been a fun run into the top five, but now, well, the time was getting serious heading into the back end of the schedule. Only the top teams at the University of Georgia were able to run the table at the end of the year against rivals Florida, Auburn, and Georgia Tech and that was the challenge for us and no game was greater or defined the legacy of that 80 team than the showdown in Jacksonville against the Florida Gators it would go down in history as one of the most memorable games in Georgia football history now we're going to take a look back at how it all came together that day and what really unfolded that afternoon in Jacksonville The game plan that day was to hit Florida's defense hard with the running game, and Herschel exploded out of the gate in the first quarter with a big touchdown run. First half was back and forth. Florida came out with a nice plan offensively, too. Wayne Peace and Tyrone Young were balling, throwing that ball against our defense. So with that, let's head to the Gator Bowl with a youngster named Al Michaels on the call for ABC. Gator Bowl in Jacksonville, Florida. Al Michaels and Frank Broyles reporting. First and 10, Georgia. At their own 17, Buck Ballou, the junior from Valdosta, coming back from a broken ankle suffered last year. There, of course, is the sensational freshman from Wrightsville. Florida quarterback Wayne Peace. But I literally remember coming out, nationally televised game, 
And I remember looking in the stands, the stands were full, and I could see the people screaming. I could see the people jumping. I could see my teammates hollering. But Buck, I couldn't hear anything. It was like that moment of, man, this is this is big time college football. And I'm a part of it. Ready or not, we, you know, let's go. But it was the most surreal feeling, maybe one of the most surreal feeling I've ever had in my life. And it was the Florida George game my freshman year. Our first look at the real Ugga. That's Ugga <laughs> three. My all-time favorite mascot. <laughs> Love that pup. First down. Georgia at the 28-yard line. Just the start of things. First quarter at the Gator Bowl in Jacksonville as Walker sweeps to the right. Gets outside. The 35. Look out. He's past midfield and he's got a blocker. Cuts to the inside. Herschel Walker. There he goes again. So often we are guilty of hyping up people, making a big issue of freshman running backs. But there you see it for yourself, and it took him just a minute 51 into the game to break that one. 72 yards for the touchdown. I'd heard so much about Herschel Walker and seen a few highlights, but really hadn't seen a bunch because obviously we don't watch Georgia offensive film. And when that cat took off in the first, I don't know how many minutes and ran that long touchdown run, I'm, I'm literally thinking, holy crap, here we go. Hope we can hang with these guys. So. Yeah, third play of the game. A uh, 72-yard sprint for a touchdown. It sounded like an explosion going off when that happened. Oh, man. Oh, man. Have utmost respect for that guy and that team. So. Third down. And a little more than three. They have to get to the 10 for the first down. Walker already with 114 yards. A minute into the second period. Ballou throwing and complete for the touchdown to Ronnie Stewart, who turned around and there's a flag down. Flag down back at the 17-yard line as Stewart goes in for the score. But let's see what we've got. It's against Florida. The touchdown counts. Wayne, you guys had a good football team that year. Bounced back from uh, the year before you showed up. That was a really tough season for Florida football. You guys went 8-4 and four in 1980, 4-2 and two in the SEC. And coming into Jacksonville, you guys were number 20 in the country, 6-1. and one. Just came off a win over Auburn. Heading yeah. to Jacksonville, you must have been feeling pretty good about your chances against us. We need to do something different. So, yeah, let's go to the full wide. And it made, obviously, early in the game, your safety to try to hang you know, tight to the scrimmage. And we're able to hit some quick little easy stuff, uncovered receivers. And, you know, when you take advantage of that, it makes that defense kind of spread out a little bit, which opens up your running game. We don't have to be quite as physical up front. And then, obviously, you know, you mentioned the other day uh, uh, Tyrone Young and, and uh, Chris Collinsworth. My gosh. Um, you know, when you got two guys like that, 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, that can run, it really makes a young freshman quarterback, who quite honestly wasn't that great, look a lot better than he was. So. 7.15 to play in the half. Georgia leading 14-3, but Florida down to the Georgia 9, first and goal. Peace throwing it up for Collinsworth. Touchdown. Well, you saw two men matched up there who are going to make some All-American teams. Collinsworth, the wide receiver, Werner, the cornerback, and Chris wins that one-on-one battle. 14-9. Defensive back, Scott Werner. Buck, I was the one that got beat on the out route by Collinsworth, corner of the end zone. I mean, I'm all over it. It's, 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 I'm, I'm his second shirt, and he still catches the thing. I know I had my hand on it, and uh, I'm trying to rip it out. And Collinsworth, for... for all intents purposes was uh, dang near impossible to cover. When he came off the ball, it looked like arms and limbs were going in all different directions. 
I swear, he he looked like a jolly green giant coming off, just pieces going every which way. And, Lindsay, we had a conversation. We were roommates and had a conversation at the hotel the night before. We're spoken about how uh, hard to imagine you hadn't gotten it in the end zone yet that right. season. I know you were frustrated, and I, I think I remember telling you, look, man, I mean, you just never know what tomorrow might bring. But right. Tomorrow right. might right. be the day. Wide receiver Lindsey Scott. The, the attitude was always there. And, and what I tell young people today is the fact that, that uh, you know, I had to learn some lessons. And you got to stay ready, man. you got to stay ready. And and I think that, you know, the potential was always there for us to hit a week. You know, that's, that's, that was, I think it was just second nature, second nature. But it's one of those deals where, you know, as a team, we stuck together and we had been doing it. We've done it in practice. So it's halftime. The score, 14-10 Georgia. Coming into that, the, you know, in the locker room, there was just a sense of, man, we can do this. Number two ranked team in the country. They've got a great offense. They control the football. They've got a great defense. They've got great leadership in their quarterback. They've got great athletes. But you know what? We're right here toe-to-toe with them. So it just gave you that little bit of, you know, looking at each other in the locker room. Man, we can do this. Let's just keep going. Let's just see where it goes. This is Jay Cunningham, owner of Superior Plumbing, with the only four-time heavyweight champion of the world, the real deal, Evander Holyfield. You know, I think I've got the best dog bark that there is. I don't think so. I think mine better than yours. Gotcha. Who had the better bark? Let us know on social media. Hashtag GA Bark Off J or Hashtag GA Bark Off Real Deal. Happy 40th anniversary from Superior Plumbing. Felt pretty comfortable heading into the second half, but all of a sudden the Gators looked like they were wanting to upset us that day. We hit the fourth quarter with a 10-point lead, and just like that, boom, Florida's in the end zone again, and this game is starting to get real tight. Back here in Jacksonville, it's Georgia leading Florida, 20-10. So with LSU down by two touchdowns, Bulldogs 15 minutes away from going into first place. And first and 10 from just outside the 10. And it's Jones, and he's in for the touchdown. Defensive back, Scott Werner. They did that old dink ball all day. You know, they just throw little dinks in. I'm going to throw it over here and dink, dink, dink. And we were in the process of just letting them catch it and tackle And we needed to be more proactive. How quickly lightning can strike. Watch the... Momentum that this the Jones has. He weighs 230 pounds. He then it goes down to five, but he dives and makes the touchdown to put Florida four points behind at this time. Blue has lost a little confidence in throwing the ball downfield out. He had two receivers open, but he didn't want to take the chance, leading by only two points, and he threw the ball to the Walker, who he faked to originally for a short game. He's, he's got to get his courage back and his confidence and throw the ball. He's missing one of his favorite targets, Ann Barnold, out with a knee injury in the first half. Third and seven, it's Walker again, and they stop him at the 35-yard line. And the Florida partisans are going wild. We had a couple of uh, field goal drives in the third, so we're up 20 to 10 heading into the fourth quarter. And you lead a touchdown drive. You go for two after the touchdown, convert on that. So suddenly it's a 21 to 18 game. You get the ball back, drive for a field goal, take the lead. Feeling pretty confident there. And I felt pretty confident going into the fourth quarter, being up 20 to 10. So we were a little bit in shock mode 
that you came back yeah. and punched us in the mouth there. What do you remember about the comeback in the fourth quarter for you guys? Florida quarterback Wayne Peace. Just the feeling of it's not over. Keep playing. Keep playing. Keep playing. We've got great senior leadership. These guys wanted it badly. Um, hey, you know, let's just take them, get a little aggressive and get after it. And, you know, we definitely put the ball in the air some. We were able to run the ball well. Um, but it was just a deal where yeah, you just don't give up. It's just a life lesson. You don't give up. I mean, you and I, our whole life being in sports, that's all we've ever heard. Don't give up. Keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. Linebacker and team captain, Frank Rise. Well, obviously, I mean, that's, uh, to me, I'll be honest with you, but I was disappointed we let it get to that point. And that was the defense's fault. Uh, to let it get to that point. We made Tyrone Young an All-American that game just because we didn't do a good job of, of tackling and, and taking care of our business. But I, I, I was on the sidelines and I felt bad that we allowed ourselves to get in that position. But I didn't feel defeated. I felt like our offense could do it. A look at Vince Dooley as Brian Clark comes out onto the field to try to put Florida out in front. Slight angle to the right, 40-yard attempt. They'll spot it at the 30-yard line. Snap is good. The kick is long enough. The kick is good. The Florida Gators, who did not win a game in 1979, are trying to win their seventh of 1980. They lead Georgia by one. Your team has critical calls to make. Southern Link employees are ready before the call for all your critical moments. Just like Critical Link, our mission-critical LTE network. With public sector-grade push-to-talk, LTE voice, and data solutions, Critical Link helps your team stay connected wherever duty calls. Rely on the network built for mission-critical operations. Critical Link from Southern Link. Beyond reliable. Visit southernlink.com or call 1-866-441-LINC. So here we go. It's now or never. We got the ball one more time backed up in our own territory, knowing we needed a field goal, and that was the plan. Move down the field. We had enough time to get in field goal range for our all-SEC kicker, Rex Robinson, to win the ball game. But we got more than that. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs with Blue certified. Nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford. We are Atlanta's Ford dealer. Came down to, uh, you know, a minute, a few seconds left in the ball game. We're backed up. And, Coach, what were your thoughts at that moment? I'm thinking as, as we took the field offensively is let's give Rex Robinson a chance to win this game for us. Let's get in field goal range and give Rex a, a chance to win it. Lindsay had other ideas, but before the series started, it was now or never. And as you're mentioning, it was time for somebody to step up and make a play. Well, I was thinking exactly what you were thinking. Let's get out of the hole 
and get the ball and move it down the field and get it in field goal position to kick a field goal. Florida used up four minutes and 18 seconds on that last drive. So now Georgia trying to get it downfield for Robinson. 135 to go in the game. Running backs coach Mike Cabin. At that point of the game, all we were looking for was the first down. Let's try to keep the chains moving so we'll have a chance to get field goal. Buckfalo, 6 out of 14 for 52, second and 10. Ballou, an incomplete, dropped by Charles Jr., number 80, out of the 18 yard line. So it's third down and 10. Offensive lineman Tim Morrison. All we need is a field goal. That's all we need. We just need to get close enough to get a field goal. And then when we got down there and it was third down on our seven or eight yard line, just get somebody down the field because we were going to have to either go for it fourth down or punt. And you can see that frustration that now permeates not only Baloo, but all of the Georgia team, certainly the partisan. Offensive lineman, Hugh Nall. Of course, I was once again on the sideline with crutches and a full cast. Uh, I remember walking behind the bench, and there was no squab facing back there. Squab was, you know. Squab Jones. Every other, every other word was not a good word. And, you know, can't believe we're going to let these blank blanks beat us. We, we, you know, and I remember saying, hey, squab, shut up. We ain't going to lose. I remember the first two plays weren't very good, so it was with third and about 13. Yeah. And uh, then you, who uh, at Nat Hudson had to make a great play because you were being pressured from the left side, you had to scramble out of the way. Nat Hudson makes a nice block. And then by scrambling, it enabled Lindsey, who perhaps wasn't open right away, to get beyond the linebacker. And then you hit him. Well, when you hit him, I said to myself, we got it. We got the first down. But when he came down, he turned and started running. And he came up alongside the bench. And I said, we got more than a first down. All right, so the play left 76. You're running a deep crossing route. We're backed up inside the 10-yard line. Time's running out. Uh, dreams of going undefeated, winning a national championship were flickering at that point in time. There had to be a play made at that particular time, and, and Lindsay, you made it. Florida and a stand-up fire. They may or may not blitz. They won't. Buck back third down on the eight. In trouble. Got a block behind him. Gonna throw on a run, complete to the 25, to the 30, Lindsey's got 35, 40, Lindsey's got 45, 50, 45, 40, run, Lindsey, 25, 20, 50, 10, 5, Lindsey's got, Lindsey's got, Lindsey's got. Hello, third down, fourth down of the pocket again, throwing, has a man open, stop, 25, 30, got, to the 40 yard line, to the 50, Lindsey's got, to the 30, to the 20, can you believe that? Well, I can't believe it. 92 yards, and Lindsey really got in a foot race. I broke my chair. I came right through a chair, a metal steel chair with about a five-inch cushion. I broke it. The booth came apart. The stadium, well, the stadium fell down. Now they do have to renovate this thing. They'll have to rebuild it now. <laughs> I, this, this is incredible. I didn't mean to beg Lindsey to run, but I had to. Uh, describe the play force again. Well, it was left 76, and it was it was a play that that uh, 
that like I said, he's gonna hit me on the deep crossing route. And then when you were flushed out of the pocket, you know, you pointed at me and we were able to adjust. And I think that was important. We were able to adjust. We, you pointed at me, I stopped. You point, and, and, it, and you hit me in the zone there. You hit me in the zone. And I laugh a lot of times. You've heard me talk about this. It was like, man, I was running before I hit the ground. I was running before I hit the ground. And, 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 I, and I, you know, and this is just me talking, but the key to that play is that the defense was flowing one way and you when you threw back across actually across your body back and, and if I if I look if I would have turned if I'd have turned back to the middle of the field I would have never scored we had the first down and I think that was important we had the first down but the fact that I spin to the outside and the defense was going the other way that gave me a chance to get that to the outside and when Chuck did seal that safety Man, I mean, you know, all I had was room on the outside, and you laugh, and we laugh, but where I come from, dude, if they run you down from behind, they're going to talk about you, man. 26 to 21 with a passing attack that wasn't working all day, and Lindsey caught it, I think, the 25 or 30 or so. No timeouts left in the game. And then I started running with Lindsey. Uh, in fact, I outran him for about five or ten yards, and then he went on and scored and won and and uh but then we had a penalty mind-boggling totally the penalty flag you see won't affect the play just what's going on to the end zone that's correct the bench cannot run out to the team the fans georgia fans are out there we had 30 players or, or 30 people we had uh we had more than that down there in the end zone. I'm out there thinking, oh gosh. The uh, the official was Bobby Gatston. I remember him and he told me this story. I, I'd forgotten about it. I said, uh, Bobby, what do you got? Uh, he said, I got uh, excessive celebration. I said, uh, what is the penalty? He said, 15 yards. Don't you think that's excessive? <laughs> I didn't remember that. You know, this game has always been called the world's greatest cocktail party. Do you know what is going to happen here tonight? And up at St. Simon's and Jekyll Island and all those places where all those dog people have got these condominiums for four days. Man, is there going to be some property destroyed tonight. 26 to 21. Dogs on top. We were gone. I gave up. You did too. We were out of it and gone. Miracle. You know, another one of those those moments you always remember in life. It's late in the game. Heck, you know, it's that that the big run, Lizzie run play. You made a great play. We should have sacked your butt and you got away. Wayne Peace. And then, but I remember literally, I was on the bench with James Jones. He and I had a smile on our face. We like, we got this. And then all of a sudden that play unfolds and it's like, you know, you're talking about going from the pinnacle to just the, the lowest of the low that fast. What was that like to be on the sideline watching that go down? Scott Werner. I wasn't watching, but I was on my knees praying. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was kneeling down and uh, sitting, I could, I could remember thinking, I can't believe this is, I, you know, I let the team down, this happened. And then I hear the roar of the crowd and everybody starts passing in front of me. And I finally stood up to see what the heck was going on. And that's when I realized Lindsey's uh, running free down the sideline and, and uh, so is half of our uh, football team. Offensive lineman, Hugh Nall. And then I remember when the pass happened, 
I guess I self-proclaimed world record, Buck. I, I ran 50 yards with a full cast on and jumped on the pile. I know nobody's ever done that in the, in the Gator Bowl. So. <laughs> Somebody, you and Lindsey, had to make a big play, great play, in order for us to win that ball game. You know, when I picked you up, as I flushed out of the pocket, there was a linebacker between me and you. And so right, the pointing, right. we had never discussed it. I had never told you previously, look, if you ever see me point, that means for you to sit down right where you are. Right, right, but you right. knew what I was what I was wanting right. you to do, uh, chemistry, okay. confidence, reps, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you knew immediately what you needed to do. That linebacker right. kept flowing, opened up a little bit of a window to get it to you in there. And I knew when you turned toward the sideline that, Lindsay, there was nobody going to run you down. The fact of the matter is we were juniors. We were juniors. We had played a lot of football. We had played a lot of football. We had a lot of experience. We had, we had been in battles together. And so when that situation presented itself, I mean, we were on the same page. I'm like you. We were on the same page. And once we hit that thing, you know, we had the first down. But once I got to the outside, you know, you know, we talk about Eliza. Here we go, Scott. Now you got your opportunity. What you gonna do with it? It's yeah. like, what you gonna do with it? Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. I'm telling you, in the last three years, Georgia has been involved in two of the most incredible games we have ever seen. They beat Georgia Tech 29-28 in the final game of the 78 season. And this one is just as exciting and every bit as incredible. There is Lindsey Scott. Number 24 on a third and 10 where Ballou was forced out of the pocket, flushed out again, found Scott over the middle with some great moves and then the foot race, and in he goes for the touchdown. Running back Herschel Walker. Well, you know what was strange about it? I think it was like, I think I faked a draw and I went up the middle, but what was strange, and I think what I tell people that is so amazing about that play I don't think anyone on that offense or anyone on that sideline thought we were going to lose that game anyway. They thought that we were going to score even though we didn't have that much time on the clock. But we believed that no one could beat us. That shows you right there, uh, you know, in Florida, the game is never over to the fat lady scene. As time expires here in Jacksonville, and this storied rivalry, they've got another chapter that it's going to take several pages to cover when they write about this one. If you remember, Tim Groves is number 20, and he's the one that they keep showing trying to run down Lindsey Scott, which right. was never going safety. Happen. Great guy. Well, I'll tell you, out of the blue, he called me about six, eight months ago. And how he called me was a buddy of mine was over at his sports bar in Orlando. They got talking about the Gators. He said, well, you know, I played for Florida. So we talked about that game. He said, Wayne, I will be honest with you. I know you probably, it's pretty cool for you to look back on that game because it's played so much but it is depressing every year when I watch that thing because I'm the one that couldn't catch Lindsey Scott. They've got their reservations in New Orleans for New Year's Day. All they have to do next week is to beat Auburn and, of course, hope that LSU loses to Alabama today. Final score, 26-21, to 21, the Bulldogs. Do you remember any memories of the postgame back in the, the locker room afterwards? Florida quarterback Wayne Peace. Yeah, you know, obviously disappointed. But at the same time, we were so proud of where we had come from. And, and um, like I said, they were 0-10-1 the previous year. But I remember just being really proud of proud of our team. I mean, you were, you were crushed to some extent. But at the same time, 
Um, man, we came so far. It, that game runs all the time now, as you know, on SEC, on SEC Rewind and all that. And I have people text me and call me, hey, Peach, you know, you're on you're on ESPN or whatever it is, SEC channel right now. Uh, yeah. And my daughter, who's a junior at Florida, finally saw the game a couple of months ago from start to finish. What'd she say? And the only thing she said to me was, hey, Pop, she played well. She said, why'd you throw the interception at the end? <laughs> so, well, thank you for remembering yeah. the bad part. <laughs> yeah, my kids aren't impressed either. That game was so exhilarating and exhausting. This time of the year, you're physically and mentally a little bit exhausted, but that was just such a boost. Flying back from Jacksonville that day, couldn't help but look ahead and look ahead. Light a showdown. The South's oldest rivalry, Auburn, would be waiting on us, and they had ruined our ride the previous two seasons. We were determined that was not going to happen again this year. This dog's team, we were ready for the challenge. Academy Sports and Outdoors presents UGA 40, sponsored by Superior Plumbing and Southern Link Wireless, an exclusive presentation of Dickie Broadcasting Company Atlanta. Audio credits in this episode go out to the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network and our friends at IMG, and to Al Michaels, ABC Sports, and the Disney Corporation. UGA 40 is produced by Rob Jenners, Brandon Joseph, and Matt Lear. Get more of Buck Baloo's exclusive interviews at the fans' YouTube page and download all the episodes and more great fan podcasts at thepodcastpark.com. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.